You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, feels like we haven't spoken in a long time. We really haven't because you don't respond to my messages. <laughs> okay, fair. What have you been? You know, I send you messages. I say, let's podcast. And then you just disappear. And well, then I fair, see I had holidays like nonstop for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But then on Monday, too, then I see like, oh, Josh Wiggler coming on the Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. Mm, yeah. Well, that one was scheduled like two weeks prior and that got delayed okay. also. So All right. how was how was that? How was that? Uh, it was very it was it was the best episode yet of Curb, in my opinion, through 36 episodes. What episode was it? It's the carpool lane. Oh, the famous uh, Dodger Stadium episode. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Great helped, episode. Help the man stay out of jail forever. Yeah. The best thing Larry David ever did. Great job. Did you, uh, you guys talk episode. about that documentary? Yes. We, yes, of course. Had Josh seen it? Josh had not seen it. He was aware of the story, but hadn't seen the documentary. On OK, yeah. I mean, the story is the doc, I mean, the documentary is crazy because it, it actually is. It's like a short documentary, right? It's, it's like, like 40, 40 minutes, minutes, but yeah, it's like an episode. But even though you sort of know the whole story, just in, if you know the story, like in a news article, the fact when you see them, there's a gasp moment, right? Have you yeah. have you rewatched it recently? Yeah, you actually see the guy like, and you like literally gasp. It's like stunning that you see him on the camera. It's crazy. Yeah, very lucky. I remember like, <gasps> yeah. People know what a gasp is, but good job, gasp. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, LeBron wins his fourth title. I think at mm-hmm. this point, I'm LeBron 1A, Jordan 1B, but I'm not like religious about it. Yeah. What's interesting is is that the Jordan people have realized that because they don't have evidence at this point anymore, they've yeah. adopted, like a guy said on Facebook, he says, literally, he said, there is nothing LeBron can do to pass Jordan. So at least he's being honest about it. Yeah. Because they've been true. moving the goalposts and moving the goalposts and moving the goal. Right. He could win titles from 36. Because Jared actually said to him, what happens when he gets six, six titles? And the guy says, no, no, he has to get at least eight titles. And then Jared's like, okay, Cause why? Because he lost. Titles? I don't know. And they said, what happens when he gets eight titles? Like, no, no, there's nothing he can do. So, you know, whatever. If you know, if you want to be emotional about it and then say Jordan, that's fine. But yeah, it's it's sort of hard objectively to say, you know, at this point that it's Jordan. But mm-hmm. Whatever. I, I don't care to have that argument. Um, yeah. Jordan's better than LeBron. Almost invariably, you're voting for Trump. <laughs> All right, that's a good take. Um, yeah. How about this for a take? I no, was geez, not not that most Trump's most Trump supporters don't watch the NBA at all. Just to be clear, not anymore. Yeah. Although uh, you know we've been, I, I've seen Darren Ravel and Jared, Jared, a bunch of people sharing, or maybe it was been, somebody sharing ratings being down for virtually everything. Like football's down thirteen percent, but everything, most other things are down in the forties. Yeah, Hockey, the NHL was down sixty-one percent. Uh, yeah. Can I drop? Let me drop a couple takes on you. Which by the way, no just, one when everybody bashes, oh, the NBA's ratings are down because they're woke. Like no, literally every sport is down. Yeah, the, the horses in the Preakness aren't woke, and yeah. the hockey. <laughs> 
And like the hockey players are certainly not woke and the baseball players aren't woke and the golfers and tennis players aren't, you know, none of these people are woke at all. It, it, the NBA and a little bit of football like and, and football's doing great. So it's just a narrative thing. That's a Trump thing. But well, let me let me drop a take on you. So college, so hockey was down 61 percent, even though they really should have thrived. They had tons of games it was going day and night. No COVID, no, you know, no COVID distractions. When really, people right? think they of a hot summer, they think of hot ice hockey, though. But they still should have. They like it was also it was the have, Tampa Bay Lightning, you know. But they, like hockey is mostly small markets. If you look at the league and like the good teams recently have been small markets. But here's my take. Isn't that, is that an was, argument against good ratings? Yeah. Yeah. Hockey is a joke. Gary Bettman, like we're going to look back in 30 years. And this isn't even the take, Gary, but we're going to look back in 30 years and realize like Bettman should have been fired 20 years ago. Like the NHL, it would have been worth it to pay ESPN to put them on or to like to have a zero dollar TV contract. I feel like they and now it doesn't matter as much, but they've already fallen out of the public consciousness and maybe there's no way to get it back. Like they should have been on ESPN, two for the last like 15 years. Yeah. So, I and, mean, that, that's one part of it, obviously, is not having a good TV deal because nobody watches NBC Sports. But I, again, mm-hmm. I think another part is that when you don't have sort of the legacy high profile franchises, that hurts. Right. There's there's no Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Certainly, there's no casual fans. They over, they fans. they definitely they oh, they overexpanded, um, which is weird because their last two expansion teams are like what and one doesn't even exist yet. Just phenomenal successes. Right. Vegas is a success. Seattle is almost certainly going to be a huge hit. Worst case scenario, better than all the southern teams. But the southern expansion really hurt them. And a lot of those teams are very competitive, like Nashville. Sorry, JDS. And like uh, Tampa Bay and Florida has no fans. I mean, sports in Florida in general, outside college football, like should never have happened. Maybe yeah. Florida should never have happened. But like, I mean, you, like I, I made this comment like two years ago, but the Marlins still have the fewest followers of any team in professional sports, including a lot of MLS teams. And I think that I'm Panthers impressed that they second. have more than the Rays. A team that's literally on the way to the World Series. <laughs> but the Rays, I think, has like good social media and they're more frequently competitive. Uh, yeah. The Marlins are kind of sad. But um, oh, so my take was that the the NHL champions, the Lightning, I think their most famous player is probably Steven Stamkos. I think Ryan McDonough was a longtime Ranger. He's like, you know, famous in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh, virtually every WNBA team has a has a person on their team more famous than Steven Stamkos. Right. Like Maya Morris, Sue Bird. Candace Parker, like all the and some of them didn't play this year, but like Diana Tarazi, they're all much more famous than Steven Stamkos. You know, I mean, you've named like, four guys. I, I don't know. If, well, I don't know. If you they're all 15 women. or 20 deep Four Let's girls. Go, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look what the hell happened to my mouse. Um, I'm going to I have a thing here where my son likes to like throw. He, he's a, he's like going to be a major league baseball pitcher. But when he gets okay. mad, he likes to throw things. And I he like has recently like realized like, oh, I can like try and break stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I know it's just a matter of time before he breaks my beautiful computer screen. Like, like let me give you an example. Um, there's that girl on the Sparks. Um, I think she went to Stanford. Um, I have no idea how to pronounce her name. It, it, but that's my point that you know, I have no idea how to pronounce her name. But I, right, I can't so maybe it's say not it, every not team, sign. but it's it's most it's most teams. Um, well, this is what I'm going to do. So there was no WNBA All-Star game this year, obviously. Right. Yeah. So let's go to the 2019. Um, yeah. All-Star rosters. Let's see who's mm-hmm. more famous than Steven Samkos. All right. Diamond DeShields, no. Great name, but no. I mean, I, I believe it's Delino's kid, right? Is it? I believe I believe Diamond oh, is Delino's oh, it's kid. A great Could name, be okay. her nephew. Kia Nurse, uh, another great name, but no. She's on the Liberty. I've never heard of her. Another okay, great fine. name. Mm-hmm. Allie Quigley, n- never no. heard of her. No. Mm-hmm. Christy Tolliver, no. Courtney Vandersloot, sounds like a Seinfeld character. No. Erica mm-hmm. Wheeler, no. So I haven't heard of any of these people yet. Um, Elena Deladon, is she more famous than Stephen yes. Samkos? Yeah, definitely, maybe. Definitely. She's the first no, she one who's is. possible. She um, is, yeah. 
Alyssa Thomas, no. Jean Quell Jones, no. Tina Charles, no. But she's like, she's probably. No, Tina second. Charles is. Tina Charles is probably more famous than Stamkos. Mm, I don't think so. Should she's we, not that famous, we, but like the UConn players are. But there's only two that you could even possibly argue on the Eastern Conference All Star team. Well, the West let, is, is with the, the power West. in the Chelsea WNBA. Gray, no. Jewel Lloyd, no. Kayla McBride, no. Odyssey Sims, no. Dewana Bonner, no. Great name. Odyssey Sims is probably close. She was a good college. Uh, Natasha that. Howard, no. Oh, this is what I was talking about before. Neneka Agwamike. Um, Aja Wilson, no. Liz Cambage in Australia, sure, but in America, no. Sylvia Fowles, no. I mean, maybe to me, because she's on the links, but no. Brittany Griner, I'd say yes. And Nafisa Collier, who's on the links, I never even heard of her. So it's really right. Br- Brittany Griner and Elena Deladon, and then maybe Tina Charles. So Steven Samkos is like third among all the uh, WNBA All-Stars last year. Now, to be fair, that doesn't include a lot of the big names we just discussed didn't make the All-Star. Yeah, and Ionescu, who just came in, who's become like their big star. Anyway, mm. um, all right, fine. So maybe that point didn't work, uh, but we learned that you don't know how to pronounce most of the players in WNBA. Yes, games. sorry. Um, uh, okay, so let's let's do NFL power rings if there's nothing again. else to Ugh. talk about. Okay, fine. What do you mean right, so again? Here's, here's, well, we did this like, couple we weeks did ago. it last year. I mean, we did it after week one. We did so it like embittered a... by the, the stupid. I mean, we, we fortunately we're not recording to Wednesday night, so we've had like three you or four... can't be embittered when you're talking to me and my team is releasing yes, their I best can't players. Because your team because is irrelevant, they're... and you knew your team. You had they're... your team number thirty-two in the power rankings before the season. So they, when they're last number thirty-two, year they were through... seven and nine. They were competitive. They just before they were... the season, we did power rankings. You had the Jets number thirty-two, but I what? didn't think they would. I didn't think they would like have to cut Le'Veon Bell because he was too embarrassed to be on the. Wait, team. hold on. At what point did you think Le'Veon Bell was going to be good? No, I do. I I, I uh, knew he would not make it past. There was no would... from the moment they signed him. You said he was bad and it was a terrible decision. Yeah. By the way, but he will if he goes. To Let alone team, why when immediately not? after signing him, they hired a coach Adam Gase who openly hated him. Here's the thing: yeah. Bell will go to a great situation, Kansas City, San Francisco. And he will look fantastic. Mm. Fantasy implications. Should people go pick him up? Yeah. Well, yeah, he should not be on the waiver wire in any league for mm. sure. Okay. I mean, until you see where it goes, if he goes right. somewhere. But my point is your team has like no reason to be upset. My team just, I don't know. Uh, they had a 98% uh, win probability, whether they went for it or kicked the field goal um, at that, uh, you know, late in the game against Seattle on Sunday. I don't night. even know. I, I think you're like, your team's very much alive still. They've been competitive. <laughs> They're going to be fine. They almost beat the really, really good look, Seattle team. Okay. I had them to, I thought they would be two and three at this point in the season. Right. So you from that perspective, one and four is not so bad. But to give away the Seattle game and the Tennessee game the way they did is so demoralizing. But those are good teams. Like, those are teams with Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, I, I have not checked uh, DBOA this week. I'm going to guess the Vikings are probably in the top 10. I don't think they are. Oh. I think they're probably in the 10 to 15 range. But also, DBOA is very weird. Early on, DBOA is mostly the, Okay, DBOA like, this week. Tampa Bay uh, still The second. picture on the DBOA, like, on the top of the article for this week mm-hmm. is Dalvin Cook. So what does that mean? Oh, he's top. Oh, well, Vikings, 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 Vikings. Uh, but where are they in the rankings? Okay, they're number 11. Uh, but Tampa Bay's two, so I, I, you need a couple more weeks for DVO to matter. You need mm. you need to well, have like... Baltimore one, Tampa's two, Seattle three, LA four, Kansas City five, I mean, Green Tampa's Bay six. Not good. This is pretty accurate. Indy seven. I no, mean, Tampa is... shouldn't be two. Even Chat said like Tampa should be ten, not two, basically. Yeah, but other than other than that, there's nothing else. Houston at thirteen is sort of an outlier. Yeah, they have they have Minnesota as the best um one you know top ten all time uh one and four team by DVOA. Yeah, but here's the issue: uh, even with seven teams, do you remember the, the uh, what what the eleven uh Vikings who were one and four and are very high? In this list what do you remember about them the 11 vikings that are 2011 vikings, they went three and 13 yeah that was the leslie frazier year. that was a bad year they must have they must have started off like playing very good teams very close because they ended they went three and 13 and they ended 29th in dvoa so couldn't have couldn't have been too good the oh three jets that uh i believe was that the quincy carter year they uh ended six and ten but they also um were pretty good by dvoa 
uh, worst DVOA teams ever will be. Nobody will be surprised, right? Yeah. Who, who? The 2010 Bears and then the 2020 Bears are are the oh are the, the worst, worst DVOA teams to be four and one. You're mm-hmm. saying? So yes, okay. the Caleb Haney Bears, right? Caleb yeah. Haney comes in in the conference championship game that year. Yes, they were somehow then, yeah. And then, the but we discuss this. The Bears do this every five or six years. They go eleven, yeah, yeah, five yeah. or thirteen and three, and mm-hmm. then they're you know they're a terrible team, and then they get really lucky. And DVOA loads rounds also but I, i'm not totally buying yeah that. I think but okay so you think my team isn't dead so let's look for a second i mean they're, they're already three full games behind the bears right now they have to play the bears twice but they're not going to sweep the bears so they're not going to catch up to green bay or chicago so their best bet is to get one of the last two wild cards right the yeah. nfc east obviously nobody's making a wild card from that division that no, division's hot garbage. they might not even be allowed to have a conference yeah. champion so so we so the vikings have can only have to could there can only be one other wild card ahead of the vikings and we have New Orleans, Tampa, Carolina. So at least one of those teams has to miss. And then you have the whole NFC West. You thought all of them were making it. So we ha- we'd have to write off San Francisco and the and the Cardinals, basically. I just don't... The Vikings have to make... Cardinals didn't look impressive the last couple of weeks. Like, they didn't even look... Do you, okay, the Saints or the Bucs is going to win the NFC South, right? The Saints or the Bucs are okay. definitely... Yes. So so you would have to take... the the uh, Whichever of those teams does not win that division, that team plus the Panthers plus the Cardinals... Plus the 49ers, plus the the non-winner of the West well, between Seattle and LA. It would have to all start those by teams, sweeping Chicago. All basically. of those teams, only one of them can make the playoffs in order for the Vikings to make the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. Outside the NFC East, the only bad teams in the bottom three divisions are Detroit and Atlanta. And Detroit now not be terrible. They went into Arizona and won. Yeah, but they're not gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. And Atlanta Arizona might not be either. so terrible either. I now mean, I do I'm, think all the NFC West teams have a very high floor, mm. but but I, I'm like, I think Seattle is a class above. Them. I mean, the Vikings schedule is very easy, which, again, is why I thought they'd start two and three. And I still thought they'd be above 500, obviously. You haven't but played I, Detroit yet, right? No, we, we have two against. The, OK, so look, okay, we're playing Atlanta. You only played the one Packers game. We're playing Atlanta this week. Let's say that's a mm-hmm. win. OK, I mean, you have to. If not, it's barely worth. Yeah, yeah. Go into Green Bay. Uh, assume that's a loss the way they've been playing. Right. I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be close. But, you know, so. OK, so now they're two and five. All right. Mm-hmm. They face Detroit three and five. They go into Chicago. Let's say they win, just for argument's sake, okay? Okay. Four and five. Cowboys uh-huh. five and five at home. Panthers six and five. Jaguars seven and five. Well, I guess this is possible. At the Bucks. Bears. And then at the, I mean, it's possible. They can get to nine wins. But I don't think nine wins is going to make it in the NFC. That's the thing. Whatever. I think it, it might. Uh, you know, if they had beaten Seattle, I'd be all on board. And they should have beaten Seattle. And, you know, and they found a way to lose. And obviously the Tennessee game is even worse. I mean, to have those two, to lose two games by one point each, the way that they did, just c- complete stomach punches. Um, and I just, I think, I, I think this is a 10 and 6 team that's going to finish 7 and 9. And it's just going to be, you know, depressing. So why don't we, why don't we get to the power rankings? Okay. All right. So 32. Uh, can you remember the last time there was a team as bad as the Jets? Because I honestly can't, including like, the 0 and 16 Lions, the 0 and 16 Dolphins. The Jets are not going to go 0 and 16. I think they probably will. I think Darnold's not as close as people are uh, making it seem to come back. And Flacco was really useless. Yeah. Like, as not good as Darnold is, he's better than Flacco at this point. Mm. Um, I mean, you, you, I'm looking at your schedule. Actually, your, your only home games remaining are Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Raiders, Browns. Yeah, this team could go on 16. Remember, they have not been competitive in a game yet. Like nobody, they have not come close to beating anybody. Week one, they were kind of close. No, they weren't. They were. And by they, the way, they, that, that game no, you don't Broncos. remember that Bills game? That was a great Come game. Out. Oh yeah, that was a late garbage time touchdown. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, and the game against the Broncos was a good game. Yeah, they were competitive against the Broncos, I guess. But but the Broncos were much clearly. It was so clearly better, and the Jets got like every break in that game, and yeah. still okay. 
So I mean that's and that's a bad team. That was remember that was Brett Rippin. The Broncos the, they're not going to play a yeah, team worse. Can the than Jets Brett and the Giants both go in sixteen? I think it's possible, but the Giants aren't that bad. You look at the Giants' results. Like the Giants were competitive against the Rams. Yeah, they're close against the Bears. I think in, as long as they don't and quit the on the Cubs. coach and the coach is new, the, the Giants are fine. The Giants. I mean, they got new. two more against Washington home and home, right? The Giants could easily go five and six the rest of the way, easily. I mean, if, every game in their division is not hard. Yeah, I'm looking at their schedule. At they, they do play the, they play at the, Seattle and at Baltimore. Those are losses, but everything yeah, else is they, winnable. They play the AFC North and the Seahawks, so they mm-hmm. do have a lot of games they're not going to win. But like, all right, um, what are the odds right now for the Giants to win their division? Probably can't be that hard, high because you know. I mean, Dalton's going to be fine. That's the truth, right? Dalton is actually going to be good. Let's ask. I mean, I, I think maybe at least one person okay. might be listening. Here's but the, here's can the we talk, Wait, can we talk about fantasy for a second? Yeah, but I, I just I want to see the real-time odds to win the yeah. NFC East. Okay. Might even get to the power rankings, yeah. Oh, wait, what the hell is this? Cowboy. No, I don't care for all these teams. I want to know all the teams. Yes, show me all the teams. Show me the odds for the Giants. Okay, the Giants' real-time odds as of right now are... Plus twenty four hundred to win the division. Wow, I w- I would yeah. say grab that. Yeah, let's grab it. No, I'm being serious. Twenty four hundred. No, I'm being serious. I'll put a hundo on that. I mean, if seven and nine wins this division, right? The oh, Eagles yeah. are the Eagles are going to go six nine and one. I mean, the Eagles are the thing is like the Eagles were kind of competitive against like the Eagles can move the ball against Pittsburgh. Hmm. They happen to lose to the greatest player in NFL history, Chase Claypool. I mean, you're saying if you replay the season from this point forward twenty four times, the Giants can't win that division. One of them? Oh, they for sure win it because. Yeah. Like Wentz gets hurt or so. Who's Wentz's backup? I don't think it's anybody good, is it? Um, I have no idea, which is not like Wentz gets hurt eight of those 24 times at least, right? <laughs> and like Dalton for sure also gets hurt a bunch of times. Wentz's backup. Oh, Jalen. Oh, Nate Sudfeld. Oh, but they have Hurts too. They, they yeah. Hurts is not even the backup. Wow. Well, I think uh, Hurts. Well, but who would they? I mean, I assume that if Wentz is out, would Hurts be the full? No, if they were two, if they were like four nine and one, they'd play Hurts. But if they were yeah. in the playoff race and Sudfeld, well, four right, nine and one would be in the playoff race in that division. That's true. Fair point. Um, wait, I mean, so the, fantasy Cow- the Cowboys questions. at least had a great out. Now, I think that Andy Dalton and the Cowboys are, are not, a, you know, Andy Dalton a couple of years ago was nearly an MVP candidate. He's not a bad quarterback. Yeah. So would you have this, this a segue? To, is your fantasy question about Andy Dalton? Yeah. Well, I, I had Dak and it's a, it's a super flex league. Okay. But I, um, my only other options are Jimmy G. I lost Tyrod as my third string. So I have Jimmy G and Kyle Allen. So yeah. I, I have to break the bank for Dalton, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Would you spend all of your job. money for the rest of the year for Dalton if you needed to? Depends what kind of league. I would say no. Well, the thing is that people forget. I mean, like, the way quarter- that guys are dropping like flies. Yeah, quarterbacks become available. And I do have two also on the bench just in case, which looked like he was pretty close to playing. And now he's not because Fitz is like the MVP of the league, basically. <laughs> but, um, you know, I do have that. And Tua, you know, automatically would become a, a, a you know, obvious starter or high upside starter, at least. Yeah, I, I just think I do have to break. I'm going to have to break the bank to get him. I don't know. And then what about Madison? Because I have Melvin Gordon and I have weak running backs. So what do you do there? Madison's available in your league? Madison's available. Yeah, he's on yeah, the wire. So Devin Cook probably going to miss only one game, hopefully? Probably. Yeah. So um, you're playing, paying for one game is probably not worth that much. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your team. Especially your if league, there's a lot of buys coming up. Win. Like, yeah. You might not be able to roster him every week. Who knows? Yeah. Um, all right, let's stop talking about your personal COVID-19. fantasy situation. Right now, I mean, obviously it's early in the week, but right now this is a non-COVID week so far. Okay, uh, well, this is, I think, applies to everyone, Dalton. And, and yeah. what, what's funny is the one QB leagues, like, you go to ESPN, I was looking for the rankings, and they're like, best pickup this week, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's like, oh, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, you know. Yeah, he's averaging 30 points a week. Yeah. 30 points a game. Yeah, he should be on the waiver wire. That's why 
every every problem in the lives of the people whose fantasy league. I mean, they blame it on us having two QBs. Those people are dumb. If one quarterback leagues are a joke, seriously, one quarterback leagues are a joke. If you like one quarterback fantasy league, stop listening to our podcast. (laughs) I agree. Oh wow, you're always mad at me when I'm trying lowering our listeners. So no, I don't care anymore. We lost like half our listeners probably because they can't find us anymore after after the switch to anchor. I mean, so I've been seeing the numbers on anchor. They're they're lower than they were before, but that just might be different counting ways of counting, right? It's possible. And also, I don't know if. I don't know, like the anchor numbers are those only people. I don't know. I don't exactly know how any of these numbers work. I'm not sure. But yeah, because yeah. according to just per anchor, I think NGOG is is doing better than 32 fans. I don't know mm. if I should tell Ali. Are, are we allowed to discuss this or do I have to edit out? Can we talk? No, about you could say that. You don't, don't say the exact oh. numbers. But okay. You could, you, could, you could tell Ali that. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking at our numbers right now. Can you see the numbers for uh, for 32 fans on, on, on anchor? No, I've never seen them. Yeah. So they're. They're there. Well, whatever. You don't want me to say the numbers. I won't. I don't know why. But. OK. All right. Let's go. Um, I don't want right, to so. know them. That's why I've Rob's never told me a number on Renan mm. either. Why don't you, you want to say one number and I'll say higher or lower? No, I don't want to do it anyway. OK. You like yeah. it's fun to keep the mist. There has to be a little bit of mystery. You know what I mean? Yeah. OK, fine. I won't get completely naked. All right. So number 32 in the power rankings of the Jets, number 31 of the Giants. Anything else to say there? No, other than those teams play different sports like the Giants would. Yeah, I mean, the Giants lose a close game and the Jets get demolished by a team that, you know, I really like the the Jets are are eight and a half or nine point favorites to the Dolphins this week, like the Dolphins. Yeah. Underdogs, I mean, eight eight and a half point dogs. And that game is in New York, I think. If you're Frank Gore, you're 36 years old. I mean, I guess it's just love of the game. Like, why are you still doing it for a team like this? I guess because he wants to like get a gig next year and he's got to play well, but. Why are the Jets? The Jets didn't give Michael P. Ryan, who's looked good in flash. But anybody who thinks that Frank Gore should not be a Hall of Famer should be a Hall of Famer just for the fact that he's still playing at this age. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Now, now I reverse. Now it's yeah. like it's amazing. He's not good, but like he's he's like he's good enough to be a starting NFL running back at this age. Well, he's not really. He's, well, he's yeah. a running back for the worst well, team. He's a starting running back in a team that is technically in the NFL. This, this is a replacement team at this yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Uh, number thirty is Washington. Uh, this team won a game somehow when um, their quarterbacks right now are Kyle Allen and. A half-legged Alex Smith. You missed the Alex Smith stuff. You that said Alex so Smith would never play. I was a truther. I thought Alex Smith did not actually have the ability to walk. I was yeah. wrong. First time ever. Hmm. Um, it was very sad. I, I realized on the first play, like, oh. Aaron Especially Donald. putting him in against Aaron a team Donald, like Baltimore. It's like putting Rams, a, a pork chop yeah. in, a, in the lion's den. Yeah. And Aaron Donald was like, and then in the first play, Aaron Donald like throws the throws the lineman like off the screen within two seconds, which is his yeah. move, right? Mm-hmm. He's like no longer on this earth. And then like all of a sudden, like six. And I had just like warned the people we were watching with like six people immediately pounce on Smith. And it's like, oh, that hurt me. Like yeah. it didn't Donald think Donald got him. But like you felt bad. And I don't know. What was the sack total? Do you remember how many times did the Rams sack? The Ten. Well, I don't even know. It was crazy. It was a lot. But yeah, yeah I, the Haskins thing makes no sense. He must be a nightmare behind the scenes, right? Because he's clearly I just don't the best understand. Like, I mean, he was and people were actually talking about him pretty highly in the preseason. There has to have, have be something that have happened behind the scenes. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, Rivera obviously likes Kyle Allen. He brought him with him from Carolina. Yeah, but, but it, it makes no sense to bench him. It, it really I don't know what they're doing, because, again, this is a franchise that's not going anywhere this year, although one and four, yeah. they're like a half game out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they're th- <laughs> thick of the division race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, that five spot is almost to buy this year, right? Like if, if you're Tampa or New Orleans, maybe you tank 
like if you know the the you'd rather play on the road in week one than have a bye. yeah like lose that last week to go to fall to yeah. ten and six get the well I mean seat. well this happened with the if you remember Philly. this happened with the Vikings and the Packers that year where the week seventeen game was a play in for the division the Vikings I mean, happened, won the the Vikings won the division as reward uh-huh. they have to host Seattle the top wild card yeah. while Green Bay got to go at Washington a garbage Jacques, division you twisted winner. this back to the Vikings but I think right yeah I also that, think, that was the Blair Walsh game obviously. So yeah, yeah but, I, mean, well, I, I think you're right. You would rather but be we, the five but seed. Thirty-two rather, fans ten years ago made made jokes about the. Yeah, you would rather um, be the five seed than the two or the three. Game. You'd rather be the five seed than the two or the three this year because you don't yeah, get. Yeah, but buy. we said that. We said that. Yeah. You know, the. Well, and this the, is why I've been yeah, complaining for years. If you want to say a division winner automatically gets a playoff game, that's fine. But they should not get a home playoff game. They should be seated like everybody else. I agree, but also like it's good for the fans to to be able to figure it out on their own. Like thinking about baseball this year, that was so confusing. Like I think you lose people. What do you mean? When fans should be able to figure out on their own, like what the seating is and baseball. Yeah, the really seating cool. is very easy. It's the record from the best record to the worst record of the seven playoff teams. Okay, that's all you. So that, that's automatically. Much easier. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, if, so and you, also, oh, it's not like you can't just have it if you have a losing record. No, know. It, it, from one to seven, you the four division winners and the next three best teams, and the order is whatever the order of the record is, and that mm-hmm. way there'd be many fewer games, many fewer teams not trying in week seventeen because everyone would have something to play for. Right, because right. okay. nobody's really locked into a seat right now. Like the winner of the NFC East is locked into that seat. So if that division's clinched, that team has nothing to play for. Anyway, all right. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep going. All right. So number twenty nine, I have Jacksonville. Yeah. Um. You know, they went into Houston and you know gave Houston their first win of the year. They're similar to the Giants, just the offensive version. Like the Giants can. I guess. I mean, Giants... they looked good until that Miami beat down. Mm-hmm. And now I think the bloom is off. There they are. What no, they, they were. I mean, Jacksonville will win some games this year. Like they could be, yeah. you know, they could they could. How win many coaches game. will be fired before the end of the year? Well, we okay, thought so we thought in a COVID era nobody's firing their coaches midseason because you know how do you bring someone else into the system? But we've already had two fired through five weeks. I think Gase is very close. Yeah, and Patricia, you know, is certainly an option. I don't. I think Maroon could probably last the season because they had you know? such low expectations. They had low expectations. He's already like he brought them somewhere a couple years ago. I mean, so did Quinn, but Quinn, this was yeah. you know a year overdue. Uh, those are the three guys who are in big trouble. I don't think anybody else is really in trouble. Mm. Number twenty-eight. Uh, well, I mean Zimmer. I guess if this if this team keeps losing, yeah, I don't think he's a mid-season fire unless they get to like one and nine. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't, but you never know. Um, all right, so twenty-eight. I have Denver. You can't really. I'm not a Fangio fan, obviously, but you can't really blame. They've had so many injuries. Everybody's injured on this team. Oh yeah, I mean Fangio's in trouble too, but he's also what's he his second year? So like, yeah. it's weird to fire mid-season. You can no, no he, he's not getting fired mid-season. I don't think there's a chance. Uh, all right, twenty-seven is Atlanta. So they lose heartbreakingly close games, you know, weeks one through four. The, you know, the, the bottom falls out in week five. They're 0 5. Everybody's fired. Dimitrov is fired. Um, you know, the, the coaching staff. Did they, let's wait, be honest, though. Did they fire they're, they're... Or just Quinn? Just Quinn. Yeah. I mean, they didn't fire like every coach. Yeah. yeah I guess you like need somebody. Julio to... Jones coaching the team. <laughs> yeah. the... Uh, but I also think like there are a lot of universes where that team is two and three and everyone's fine. Well, of course. Know? Yeah. I mean, they could easily win the Cowboys. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, uh, number 20, and they're playing the Vikings this week, so hopefully the Vikings mm-hmm. uh, put another nail in the coffin. Number 26 is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, just half a game out of the playoffs right now. But very uh, Yeah, but the Eagles are, are like a different team. I don't understand how every year this team has no healthy wide receivers. Every single year. It does seem like certain teams, just like the Cardinals don't ever have a good running backs. I think the Eagles just don't have. <sighs> Can they not address? Yeah, I don't understand. But that's it. not true. Like, some, you know, sometimes you see one of those kids pl- making a decent play. But I agree, in general, they're not. Yeah. You know, they had a good receiver once and they made the Super Bowl. Well, we did see uh, Nelson Aguilar making a play, but it was for the Raiders this week. It is weird. Like, sometimes in the NFL, you'll see a guy like Aguilar, Aguilar and you'll be like, oh, that guy's not still in the league. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 25 is the Detroit Lions. We've already spoken about them a little bit. 
they're not terrible. You know, they're better than the teams we've discussed so far. They went into Arizona and won. They, they, they're one in three, and that includes, you know, obviously they should have won in week one when um, when DeAndre Swift drops the ball in the end zone against the Bears, uh, which is how everything's gone for the Bears this year. So then they'd be two and two. But they're clearly, you know, they're better than the teams we've discussed, but they're clearly worse than, like, the, the playoff contending teams. Right? Um, why do you think that? Well, first of all, I don't trust Patricia at all. I just I don't like I don't like their defense. I don't like their offense. So that's why <laughs> I think Philly. If you think Detroit's favorite against Philly and on an, on a neutral field. Oh, wait, you're arguing the opposite. Oh, you think that the, I thought you were saying the lines were better than I was ranking them. No, no, no. Worse. I think I think I think the Eagles would be favored tomorrow on an open field. I would pick the I would pick the Lions. What have the Eagles done? That's impressive. They scored points on Pittsburgh. The Lions went into Arizona and won. And the yeah, Lions, again, they should have. Arizona, there's they, something wrong with Arizona. They should have beaten the Bears. And then they'd be two and two. I don't know. Well, Detroit and Philly, I have one spot apart. I don't have a strong opinion. If you say Philly's better, fine. Philly has a better chance to make the playoffs, obviously, but that's just the function mm-hmm. of the division. Our number 24, I have Houston. You know, we, we already discussed, you know, DVOA has them as the second best one in four team ever, I guess, to get behind the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they started the, their season against the three best teams in the league, and so they went to 0-3. Then they lost at home in week four against the Vikings, which, you know, maybe isn't so bad, even though it's the Vikings' only win. And then they beat Jacksonville pretty easily last week. So, the, you know, they're recovering a little bit. Um, obviously, there's no, you know they they fired their coach, so I don't know what their expectations are for this season. It, I just I feel bad for Texas fans to watch what Nook is doing every single week in Arizona, just putting up these ridiculous numbers. He's gonna have 120 catches this year, and it sucks because you know you're throwing it to like Randall Cobb and whatever, and even more than than Texas fans, I feel for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's sad. I like there's nothing exciting there. There's no there, there's no joy in Houston. Yeah. I also invested in David Johnson in, in drafts and fantasy because I figured, well, mm-hmm. Bob is going to need to play him to try and justify something. But now Bob is gone. So not great for David Johnson. Yeah. No, either. you see what happens like coaches like with someone else's players. They're not interested. Yeah. Um, all right. Number 23, I have Cincinnati. I was really liking Cincinnati. I had a much higher last week. And then, I mean, they just went into Baltimore, got destroyed and Burrow, who had looked pretty good. Do we just chalk this up to, you know, you're playing a, a pissed off Baltimore team? Who had just gotten embarrassed to the Chiefs the week before? This is high for Cincy. So 23 is high? Yeah, they stink. Oh, I had him 18 last week. I want to see. Yeah, I do want to see them against like a mortal team, not against Baltimore. But man, that's that, that. this is high. Their offensive line is worse than the teams at the bottom. Oh, Burrow's running for his life. Yeah, but but they I mean, but he's also look, they, they put up points. Um, they, they barely lost in week one to the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. They put up a ton of points against Cleveland, although everybody does that. Um, and they barely lost that one. Then they tied in Philly. They, you know, they could have won. Those, so those are three games that they got no wins and a combined at minus eight a differential. And then they they beat the Jaguars pretty easily. So until this week, they, you know, they weren't a bad team. They had a their scoring differential was exactly even through four weeks. OK, yeah, I want to give the Bengals one more week, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not well, they're playing the Colts this week, so that's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. But um, all right. Um, so you think I'm a little too high on on the Bengals. I have the Dolphins at 22. I don't know what to do with the Dolphins. I don't think they know what to do either. Like, how long is Fitzpatrick going to play? Can Tua get on the field? It was a pretty good win. I know that the Niners are sort of a mess right now. You know, pretty good win. I mean, they, they demolished walk. the defending NFC champs in San but Francisco. Not, I mean, like, they're missing so many. They're missing their best defensive player. Yeah. They're missing. Their quarterback was essentially not. He shouldn't have been playing. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of an excuse because he played poorly. No, he was limping. Mm. Yeah, but I, I think he could have played the week before if it was a playoff game. I mean, he literally finished that jet game or, you know, or kept playing at least for a yeah. while in that jet game when he was when he was like truly unable to walk. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Miami, you know, they, they played the Patriots and the Bills the first two weeks and they lost those, but maybe, you know, those aren't such bad losses in hindsight. So they have the Jets this week, so they'll get up to three and three. And you then, didn't think you didn't think you'd be able to like with confidence survivor pool or confidence pool Miami this week. And I think they're the pick. I, I don't know if you're still in any, but they're no, I'm, the I'm out of everything. But I'm yeah. in everything. And and like that's where you got to go this week, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, I mean, let's look at Miami's schedule. Do they have another gimme coming in up in an anti-survivor league? I've not used the Jets yet somehow, even though really the play is just to just survive whoever plays the Jets. Yeah, everybody. You know, it's a, it works 13 times other than the. Yeah. Other than the divisional games. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that you had the Dolphins at the play there this week. Um, and then they have the Rams next week. So that'll that'll be another interesting test. There aren't a lot of big spreads. We'll talk about in the in the patron episode. We'll talk about the uh, uh, week five picks, but there are not week six picks, but there's not a lot of big spreads this week outside that game. All right. So at 22 in my power rankings for the Dolphins. Too high, too low. What do you think? No, that's fine. All right, 21, I have the Panthers. I was high on the Panthers in the preseason, as you remember. And um, I think some people made fun of me for that. But it seems like uh, Matt Rule knows, knows what he's doing. Yeah, Rule's going to be coach of the year. I'm not going to mention for the thousandth time that the Jets should have hired him. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. The defense is still very bad. All right, though. number 20, I have the Cowboys. Um, you know, yeah. they're two and three, and they really pulled those two wins out of their butts against Atlanta and the Giants. They could easily be 0-5. And, and their quarterback is gone for, you know, possibly forever. Um, I think Andy Dalton is good. I think he's going to put up numbers. I think he's going to stay competitive, and I think this team is going to win the division. But they're, you know, they're not, they're not an above-average team. They're going to win that division with no defense. And uh, my Super Bowl pick not looking so great right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, they have the best receiver, running back, you know, four players, and you know, of any team in the league for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, Amari Cooper's not looking so hot. Well, he wasn't throwing them that much. Like, I, yeah. I, I honestly, buy, he's a good buy low in fantasy. CeeDee Lamb's probably their, well, probably their best receiver now. Yeah, but I also think, like, you know, maybe Dalton looks to Cooper. You know, it, it's possible. Like, I would, I, Cooper is definitely buy low. Yeah, and CeeDee is, I wouldn't say a sell high because he very clearly just lost that. But if he has a decent game this week. Yeah. All right. And Gallup um, is also not being in the ball. So much. All right. So number and 19, the number 19 and number 18 is where I put the Chargers and the Vikings. Two, one, and four teams that just. The, the miraculous way that these teams continue to find ways to lose week after I mean, week. nobody wants to play the Chargers. The Chargers are a little friskier than the Vikings. I'm not saying they're better, but like nobody's like, oh, shoot, we have the Vikings this week. Whereas I think the teams are like, oh, damn, we have the Chargers. So I do think the Chargers are a tiny bit better than the Vikings, actually. Mm. All right. I have the Vikings above the Chargers, but once like Herbert is getting better every week also. Yeah. Uh, he needs to clear something. Like, honestly, there's such a great, uh, easy marketing opportunity there. What? He has pimples? No, I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm just saying, like, sign a sign an endorsement deal. Seems like all right. I'm sure. Why, are you his agent? Why don't you become yeah. an agent? You could you all could right. work on it for him. All right. Then number seventeen, uh, somewhat Jeez. similar to these teams, is San Francisco, an under five hundred team that's probably better than that. You know, we're giving him a little bit. No, I think this. Uh, they just got destroyed by Miami. They should be like twenty three. All right. So you. Uh, right I now. mean, I'm just. Uh, but you just said it's a mulligan because everybody's injured and they'll be back. Yeah, but but everyone's injured. Yeah, they'll be back in twenty twenty one when Nick Bose is back. So are you off? So the entire NFC West making the playoffs. You're no longer standing by that. I, I, it's, it's not impossible. The Niners are going to go nine and seven, but I think it, it it's looking harder. By the way, do you have the Chargers making the playoffs at one and four? I did have them making the playoffs two weeks ago. I think my playoff teams now in the AFC would be the Patriots, Bills, Steelers, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, and then like that seventh team is a little tricky. I, I think the I mean, the Browns are three games ahead of the Chargers now, so it would be hard to pick the Chargers over. Hold the on, Browns. Let's look at the Chargers schedule. So they're playing Jacksonville this week at home. That's got to be a win. OK, mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. they can find a way to lose any of these because that's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they face the Broncos the next week. That's got to be a win. Three and four. They face the Raiders the next week. And the Chargers could lose to anybody. A they problem. could lose anybody. But uh, you but, know what? We've even mentioned the Raiders like the Raiders and the Dolphins are obviously but hold on. the next five weeks for the Chargers might be the easy schedule in football. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, Dolphins, Jets. 
right? Those are all yeah. below average teams. They can win all five of those and be six and four. All right, fine. And by the way, and then they got they got Falcons, Raiders, Broncos. They can still keep winning. They have three decent teams left on their schedule, which is Bills, Chiefs, and Patriots. And they have to win a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, if, if they just beat the bottom feeders on their schedule. Now, maybe the Raiders aren't a bottom feeder. We'll get to them. We haven't got to them yet in my power rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so where are we up to? Oh, number 16, the Las Vegas Raiders. Go into Kansas City and win. This seems like a great spot for them. They are like the most average or slightly above average team in the league. I think this is a good spot for them. They are very frisky. We, you know, maybe I mean, they Adam beat the Brooks, Saints we owe, and, they beat the Saints and the Chiefs. To Adam you would never predicted that in the preseason. No, we owe an apology to Adam Brooks. He he said the third year in the system <laughs> for his third coach. Yeah, this is when he's going to shine, and he was right. Yeah. David Carr is a superstar now. You should that you see that? Did you like? I know you missed a lot of the games on Sunday. That sweet pass he put into Judy. Yeah, excuse me to rugs. The, uh, yeah, the rugs every yeah. by the way. I, I, what, what was it? 16 teams we talked about in the preseason drafted a receiver in round one and round two. And every single one of them is like a superstar. It's yeah. Crazy. Jefferson is the number one rated uh, receiver in the he NFL was, he was. on PFF. I think yeah, going to this week, maybe, but like Jefferson's yeah. great, but he's clearly not even the top guy. Cause like Lamb, Judy, Lamb good. these guys are all great. Judy, yeah. Rugs, Claypool had, had like Claypool 14 touchdowns, touchdowns this yeah. week. Um, LaVisca Cheneau looks really good on Jacksonville. Uh, Baltimore's yeah. guy is is probably the best returner ready Duvernay like they're every single guy and then the Jets pick Denzel Mims who has practiced once it like is it's like a hamstring injury and literally including uh, training camp has practiced one time all right yep okay all right next we have the uh, number 15 the Chicago Bears yeah this is such a this is a typical Bears team is this uh, too high for the Bears I mean they're they are four it's... and one so I think the Bay, I mean, the Bears and the Raiders are nothing alike. They're like yeah. exact opposite teams, but I think they're pretty like, I think I'd like the Raiders to beat the Bears if they played on Sunday. Well, for sure. But the Bears are the anti-Vikings, anti-Chargers. They pull wins out of their butts all the time. Here's the thing. And we haven't talked about this so much. The def- There's so few good defenses that if you do have a decent defense, like we have to give you something there. Like th- you, you were able to do something that the other teams aren't. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. All right, uh, number 14 on my power. Do you want to start guessing at this point? Or are you okay. not paying attention to what I've said? No, I'm, I'm definitely paying attention. I'm okay. Mr. Paying attention. So who do you think is 14? 14. I'm going to say the Browns. Mm, no, I have the Browns a couple spots higher. I have the Cardinals here at 14. Okay, fine. I was thinking I was good. I was going to guess the Rams. Like, so fine. So you're going to see West. Yeah, Calamari didn't look so good against the Jets. And like, there are definitely games where it's like the game plan is just like jump at every pass and knock them down. It is a big issue. Like he is my height. It's not great. Um, I, I like. I don't know. It's the, the the Cardinals are not as exciting as I thought they'd be. This uh, is not a team that's going to win a playoff game. I don't think. But you still have them making the playoffs. I think they can make the playoffs. Nine and seven, ten and six. They're solid. Can They're and will are two different things. Do you? Think I think they will. will yeah. Okay. It's a little. It's a little triggered. But because, like, let's say we have three NFC West teams and East team. The Packers, but not the Bears, and then the Bucks and the Saints. I do that. The Panthers are going to make a run, honestly. They're not good, but they're going to make a run. Okay. All right. On uh, number 13, who do I have at number 13? I'll say the Rams. Rams? Boy, you're low on the Rams. No, the Saints. Yeah, it's funny because people were like retiring Breeze. They wanted to send Breeze to like a literal retirement home. Yeah. Uh, after that, nice after that pick six. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was a very so, ugly throw. But like Thomas will come back and maybe Breeze is half shot, but like Brady is, but like 
when yeah. Thomas comes back. But the Saints have fine. really pulled out two wins out of their butts the last two weeks. Okay, fine. But I do think they're going to get better as long as like they stay mildly. Yeah, I mean, they, they always start poor in September for some reason and then get going. So, and you listen, their... Breeze, Breeze is going to look old and creaky in January or when it gets cold. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's had that happen in the playoffs the last couple of years. All right. Number yeah, 12 is where, number 12 is where I have the Browns. Yeah. The Browns obviously have a lot of talent. They're not on defense. Well, they do. Well, I mean, Garrett, well, yeah. Garrett is unblockable. So, like, yeah, well, they have one guy. Defense. Yeah, um, they are putting it together like Chubb's going to be back soon. Right. Mm. Not very soon, but like he's not out for the year. I mean, he's not out for the year. He'll be back in the end of November. I think December, maybe. Oh, is really that long. I thought he was only a couple more. Weeks. I mean, he... but it's fine. Like, Hunt's fine. Um, I do. I, I and like Beckham's trying for whatever reason. Beckham didn't try last year. And now he's like trying. Uh, I, I like the Browns. I think the Browns will. Did I have them in the playoffs? I, 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 yeah, I did have them just before as my seventh team ahead of the Chargers, Raiders, and Dolphins. So this is a fine spot for them. Mm. Okay. Um, number 11. Who do I have number 11? Number 11, the Steelers? No, what, what's with you hating on these actual good teams? Steelers are defeated. Oh, yeah. The I, have are mul- I have multiple teams with, two, with uh, multiple losses still left. Okay. Um, So the Rams? No, you keep guessing the Rams. What's wrong with you? I don't know. No, it's the Bucks. Oh yeah, okay, the Bucks. I, you know, I have to have. A, I, I'm not. I'm not doing it from a list of teams in front of me. Oh yeah, so then it's gonna be very hard. Um, the Bucks. Yeah, I mean the Bucks are fine. I, th- I like I the Bucks. They really are playing up that Bucks Packers game. We'll talk about in yeah. a few minutes to be like the, the only other game going on is Jets Dolphins, which like if you watch that game, you truly hate yourself. Yeah. You hate yourself if you are like if you have two TVs, just put both of them on on Bucks Packers on Sunday. It, and it's a nine two situation this week. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. There's two Monday night games. The first week I can finally watch. Eight, yeah. I, listen, eight needs to be the maximum. It could be yeah. eight five. It could be eight three. But it like if you're going above, you can't the go beyond the Octobox because yeah. there's always a game or two that like what that game is happening. It's the fourth quarter and I've never seen yeah. it on the red zone. Especially I know this is not an original. When your take, team but... is playing at one o'clock, you're focused on that game. So you're really missing out on everything. So, well, the place I went, we had two TVs and the second TV they put on the Jets game because the first TV, they're Ravens fans. They had the Ravens game on, mm. which meant we had no red zone. And it was oh, very nice. Red, red zone on one TV and your game on the other TV. That's yeah, but we had two different games. They were doing yeah. it to be polite. And yeah. but like the Jets were so bad. I was like, you know, who you wanted to watch the Jets, Jets game? Yeah, exactly. well, they, they did it for me. It was very yeah. nice. But I but like it Jets, the Jets make me sick. I had ah, whatever. The story's not interesting. But yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's all get right. to the top 10. The I'm not going to guess the Buffalo Bills are at number 10. Okay. I really don't oh, know what to make of that game on Tuesday night. Neither do you, apparently. Um, so, well, one of the things I make is I think the Titans are going to come out really flat against Houston. I, I think it's a throwaway. I think, like, the better defenses probably will give Allen some trouble, but I wouldn't get started yet. I mean, I'm the not Bills really defense, people were very high on the Bills. You could also make the, the Super Bowl without playing a good defense. Everybody's scoring on the Bills. Yeah, I agree. Like the Dolphins scored on them. The Rams scored on them. The Raiders Listen, scored on them. It's very hard, even the with the same guys. Historically, yeah. it's very hard to repeat defensive, like elite. Defensive but players. I mean, we do. Josh Allen looks like a legitimate great quarterback, and I, I'm not sure how to explain that. People are saying, "Oh, you give it, it's because Diggs is on his team." I don't really buy that. Diggs is not like that special of a wide receiver that he's. Who's, what, Josh what, Allen is making good throws. Uh, who's your actually answer this on the patron because we're already like over time here. Mm-hmm. But I want to know your MVP on the on the on the next half of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't normally do this, but we are going way too long on the regular feed here. Okay, who's number nine? All right, number nine is the Colts. Um, you know they're three and two, but each of their losses I think could have been wins. Obviously, week one, um, you know that that's a mulligan against Jacksonville, and then they went and had three good games in a row. 
Uh, they destroyed the Jets, which doesn't count, but they won in Chicago. Uh, they beat the Vikings. They blew the Vikings out, actually. And, um, you know, I think this team is still good. I think they're going to beat the Bengals. I think they're going to beat the Lions. And this was my Super Bowl winner in the preseason, right, on this podcast. I, I mean, that have... defense really was exposed. Yeah. Well, then the Browns game, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, people were like, oh, the Colts, they have the best defense. Like, all right, the Colts have a fine defense. They're fine. But like, yeah, I think people are a little too low on Rivers. OK, he's had a couple of bad interceptions, but mm-hmm. Colts still have the number one DVOA defense, by the way. But they also have the 25th best DVOA offense. Mm, OK. OK, uh, number eight, I have the New England Patriots. We haven't seen him play in a long time. Yeah, it's only tricky. two and two. But Cam's so, back now. Yeah, I think they ended up it ended up working. I really. Oh, that worked out beautifully for them. Yeah. yeah. Great job faking the test by Bill. <laughs> All right. Number seven uh, is the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the least impressive three and team ever. But, you know, you have to give them credit after what they did, uh, you know, against Buffalo on Tuesday night. But, you know, they beat the they beat the Vikings by one. They beat the Broncos by two. They beat the Jaguars by three, uh, which is not an impressive uh, list of wins, honestly. You Aren't know, they four now? Yeah. I'm saying until until they, through, oh until the Bills uh, game. Yeah, 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 I'm saying until the Bills game, they were the least impressive. But I also team. I do think they're going to lose this week just because it's such a short week. Um, I mean, Houston has to win this game if, for for their season to have any relevance. So yeah, I mean, yes, they do have to win the game that they are currently th- that beat the team they're three games back mm-hmm. of in the yes. division. I agree. Yeah, their main rival. Yeah, but they win in Tennessee. That's great. You know, they're I didn't have the Colts in the playoffs actually in my in my AFC thing, and I'm not upset about that, but I should have at least mentioned them. Yeah, my Super Bowl winners. All right, number six, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. They're really kind of flying under the radar right now. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that they're undefeated. First of all, it's very weird because you have, you're right, you have the Titans who were 3-0 until last night, and then you have... Well, also, Pittsburgh's really play nobody, right? They play the Giants, the Broncos, the Texans at home, and the Eagles at home. There aren't usually four undefeated teams left after five Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. It's... It's about to get more difficult. They got after the Browns. They play at Tennessee, at Baltimore, and at the Cowboys. Although the Cowboys not, they could lose. Close. They could lose. Any, for, take away the Cowboys, they could lose the Browns. Yeah, to the Browns or the but their week. schedule's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And so you know whether they can hold off the Ravens, I don't know. But I think that you know there's no chance that the Steelers going to miss the playoffs. I do. I like. I do love that. I like. I want to bid on Claypool in fantasy. It's like, oh, I have Juju and Deontay to on Johnson. Mm. On a team, it's like all right. Start well, Steelers. Almost like rooting for one of your guys to get hurt, basically. Yeah, can't really start all three of them. It's not. It's not the. Yeah, situation. we just saw the best game of Chase Claypool's career, which is fine. I mean, he had literally four touchdowns. But um, yeah, best guy. Best guy right. A lot of people's number five. I have the L.A. Rams. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I kept saying them at twelve. Yeah, yeah. the Rams actually. The Rams actually have a good defense. We both had them in the playoffs in the preseason, so we get credit for that. Mm-hmm. The Rams are good. Yeah, their offense has not been that impressive. I, yeah, let me let me drop a take. The Rams are maybe the most boring of the top 20 teams to watch. They're a very boring team. Other than, I how about this? The Rams on offense. Obviously, you want to watch every play Donald. Donald, the field, yeah. But, like, the, the Rams offense is so terminally boring. Yeah, I think that the um, this week against the 49ers will be very interesting. Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, San Francisco is in a must-win situation. If yeah. you fall to two and four with a home divisional loss... In this, in the, well, I don't care about home and road. By the way, that's another take. I don't care about home and road anymore. Who cares? Mm, there's yeah. no fans. I'm not sure if you in California, there's not. Yeah, in some places there are. But um, yeah, I think, you know, because they, they already lost at home. They lost the Cardinals. In fact, I'm looking at this. The the San Francisco has lost all three of their home games. What's that about? They, they Their only wins are at MetLife Stadium this year. Yeah, they beat the Jets and the Giants. They're they're right now. There's, they're, Do we, we have them nothing. too high in the power rankings? They're only two it's wins possible. against. Yeah. They got destroyed by Miami, so it's very possible the Niners stink. Yeah, 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 it is possible. (laughs) 
All right, so we'll, we'll learn a lot more, I guess, if uh, if they can somehow beat the Rams this week. All right, number four, I have Seattle, five and zero. Oh, they have an atrocious defense, and yeah, the defense is I I don't say atrocious, but it's atrocious for a team that's trying to win the Super Bowl. Like it's, it might be average. I mean, what is it? They've, they they've, they've the given up 25 plus points in like 10 consecutive home games, like an all time record. Every team in the league is giving up 25 yeah. points in a game, though. Yeah, but you know, they 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 barely beat the Patriots at home, right? They got lucky to beat that one. They barely besides beat the Vikings Tampa at home. That lost via, and besides the Rams, that I'm not I'm not completely sold on. Who are like the great defenses that are stopping them? The Packers don't have a good defense. Baltimore is a good defense. The Packers, the Baltimore's in a different league. In a different oh, who's conference. stopping Seattle in particular? Yeah, who's stopping saying? Seattle from making the Super Bowl? New Orleans defense, like they're okay, but like you, who, you, who's stopping them? Hmm. Yeah, I mean the Vikings stopped them for most of the game. All right, congr- make the playoffs. Right. Maybe the, the you guys Seattle scored the three touchdowns in two minutes because of a pick six and a fumble six, basically. Right, I mean Seattle really did not move the ball against the Vikings until until they moved it. You know, nine. They have the best player in the NFC, field. the best offensive player in the in the NFC. Only the NFC. You you have Mahomes ahead ahead of uh, Russell. Yeah, Wilson? I'd say Mahomes probably ahead of Wilson, but I mean I'm not offended if you don't. But yeah. Um, whatever. Every year the Vikings have to play at Seattle. You so. didn't eat enough crow about this Aaron Rodgers thing either. No, I've been eating a lot in the WhatsApp. Completely group. wrote him off, and and he's yeah. uh, like they're the number one offense in the league. He was bad year after year after year, and I kept saying no, he's still good, no, he's still good, no. They he's still also good. had no finally... good players on their team. <sighs> Please, and they still don't have like great receivers. Please, they're one of the only teams that didn't add one of those like the great cor- young guys. Quarterbacks make the receivers. Yeah. All right. All right well, Dante he is. Receiver. <laughs> All right. Number three, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. Th- yeah, you know they, they had that bad loss to Kansas City, but other than that, everything you know it's it's been all blowouts. Yeah. Other than that, so I I like I think Ravens fans are pretty whelmed with the team so far. I know that's like getting to a yeah. point. Uh, I do want to see them against another really good. They team. They haven't had but, a game within two touchdowns, other than well, in, in either direction. I think in, in two, two years, in two years, they haven't played a close game. That's the truth. The <laughs> Ravens have never have not played a close game basically under Lamar Jackson. They like once every month they get blown out, and the other times they win. Wait, hold on, let me look at last year. Um, with Lamar, they did yeah. not. I do not, I do not believe they, 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 beat, they, they beat the Cardinals by six. They lost the Chiefs by six. They beat the Steelers in overtime. No, they had a bunch. What of was the up. Baltimore KC game close? Yeah, in the second half of last year is when that became the case. The first half of mm-hmm. last year, they were all close games, mm-hmm. but the second half of the year, they beat San Francisco 20 to 17, and everything else is pretty much a blowout. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, we will see. Wait, what... So, do you have a two Green Bay? Yeah, because they're no. No, I have the Chiefs at two. And you have Green Bay at one? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. MVP. Green Bay, Green Bay can't stop the freaking cold. I'm eating my crow. What do you want? That, that's absurd. Green Bay is not number one. Seattle, Baltimore, and KC are one, two, and three. Not in that order, but they should be one, two, and three. I mean, I think that Green Bay's defense is better than Seattle's. I think right now on a, Seattle's Seattle's no, Green Bay's Green Bay has a better pass rush, but I think like they don't have a better secondary. I'm really not impressed with Seattle. By the way, Seattle and Green Bay being undeservedly uh, good. FY so yes, last year someone someone has to like you know that that's probably going to be a that could be the conference championship game. Like someone's going to have to. Ugh, win that I game. don't want to see that again. That's great. I mean, the, Wilson the, Rodgers, the, please give the, it to the, the, the Packers. The Packers have not had a close game really yet. And, I, mean, I don't want to see Breeze limping six yard passes in the conference yeah. championship game. Uh, right now. Who else is there? I don't want to see Brady right, right like, now. I mean, pa- I do want to see Jameis come right in. now. The Packers are a better team than, than Seattle. All right. Uh, they have a better offensive I mean, Adams line. isn't playing. He's the freaking they, second. Best player they have the a team. better offensive line. Mm-hmm. They have a better running running game for sure. 
But Seattle has a competent offensive line. That's like the difference between this Wilson team. And but they the, also don't need one as much because Wilson just, you know, runs around like a world. They do need one. Yeah. I mean, remember how bad what, like yeah. Wilson, Wilson like was underappreciated for years just because he was getting hit. So well, because his team was running 60 percent of the time because, you know, they had um, an idiotic offensive uh, coordinator uh, from. Your I mean, I haven't watched every play of Seattle this year, but I still stand that I've not seen him throw an incomplete deep pass. Yeah, let Russell cook. Well, he literally I think he was like he didn't have any completion in the Vikings game period until like late in the third quarter. Yeah, no, he, oh, didn't. he didn't have any yards. It was all dump offs for the most part. He's like, it's crazy watching a guy get better like that, you know? Yeah. Let him cook, baby. All right. So, yeah, the Packers are number one in my power rankings through five weeks. So, Mm -hmm. Mia culpa to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I apologize for ever doubting you. You're like Simmons. This is like a troll move. You're just doing it to. No, no, I'm not. The Packers are the reverse Colts. Like they just play offense. Mm. Colts just play defense. I'm like, I had Green Bay 16 in my preseason power rankings. Then they jumped to six and then five and then two, two, one. Yeah. What was the Super Bowl? Indy over who? New Orleans? Indy over Dallas. Dallas. Okay, that's looking great right now. Rivers <laughs> Rivers Dalton. Rivers is so shot. We didn't really talk about it, but Rivers, yeah, I traded Rivers I think, for Mark I think Ingram. The, so you want Jacoby Brissett Dalton? Is and that now, what you want in the Super like, Bowl? Mark Ingram touches the ball eight times, like is not allowed legally to be on the field on a passing play. Yeah. Uh, and still probably will outscore Philip Rivers in every game at this point. Rivers is, uh, yeah, I think we, I think Brissett, it's not impossible we see Brissett, even if Rivers is, is healthy in a few weeks. Yeah. I think it's possible. All right. So is that the end of this podcast? Yes. Well, we'll switch over. We'll do quick picks on the Patreon. Uh, next week, we'll hopefully come back since you're back. There's no more holidays. So maybe we'll be back to the old Sunday night, Monday morning. Because uh, I got some messages. Where's the podcast today? Yeah. Which we don't normally get, but we also normally post it on Monday. Yeah. I'm excited to watch some football in like a regular time. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll record right after the four o'clock games or something next week. Just mm. uh Okie dokie. Alright, Keith. Bye bye. Bye. Ooh la la are we we Ooh la la are we we hey. Ooh la la are we we hey. Ooh la la are we we Looking for M's like I lost a friend Jump out of my bed like where the bread You go hold the egg, way to bring the check When we talk, we collision cars Keep us in your thoughts, fully dressed at the crack of dawn Weapons heading off, I can hear them from the block See them creeping through the fog Season's greetings, now feeding season can start Oh my god, look alive, looking like I live life on a crooked line Doing fine, you want maximum stupid, I am the guy First of all, fuck the fucking law, we is fucking raw Stay tall, oysters on the half jail, sushi bar Life a bitch and the pussy feet Still fuck the raw, I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog Ha 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 Oh dirty bastard, go in your jaw <laughs> Shimmy shimmy y'all, got the simmy in the hemi Go and gimme gimme y'all Pugilistic, my linguistics, RJ Rude a damage y'all And I rap it pornographic, be set up the camera Ooh la la, are we And I got you covered, I'm busting. My brother's a runner, he crushing, there's no discussion. I used to be musk and I wasn't supposed to be nothing. Y'all fuckers corrupted, I up to something disgusting. My pockets are proper this season, I love the couple. I'm afraid of nothing but nothing, this ain't it something.
Warmongers are dumping a point and click at your pumpkin. You're suffering disruption, so put your kids in the oven. Fuck a king or queen and all of they lost subjects. I pull my penis out and I piss on they shoes in public. People, we the pirates, the pride of this great republic. No matter what you order, motherfucker, we what you stuck with. I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca. Help me understand, I'm probably more of a joke. When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smile. Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum. Ooh, la la, are we It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.